0: The Last Yeti on Earth, recorded February 17, 2021. The morning dawned cold and foggy high in the Kumbu Himalayan region of northeastern Nepal. The old Yeti, the planet's last remaining member of the species referred to locally as the man things of the snows, and in western huckster-speak as the abominable snowman, sat alone at the entrance of his small cave hidden behind piles of large boulders and immense wild rhododendron bushes. Aware of an unusually grim wind swooping through the narrow canyon, and sensing that his and the surrounding mountains would soon stir and vibrate and perhaps shift as never before, the yeti decided to bring some food inside the cave and wait out what was to come. The day is Saturday, April 25th, 2015. Unknown to the yeti, what was approaching would bring his, and therefore his entire species, final moments of existence. Most Nepalis do not have first-hand experiential evidence that the yeti exists. They know only what's been said in the stories they've heard and almost every Nepali is familiar with a Yeti story or two. Some of the details in these narratives are outrageous, including those describing one physical feature that the Sherpas, inhabitants of the Khumbu Valley, often mention. This is the Yeti's backward feet, that is, toes that point away from the direction in which it is walking, a deception it has developed to mislead those who are tracking it. Yeti legends and tales abound among the people of the high Himalayas. The Tibetan word for Yeti is Mite. I'll use that name interchangeably with Yeti. The Mite reportedly moves very quickly, able to outrun a human and lives high, above 10,000 feet in the craggy Himalayas. They are said to be hairy and reddish brown with a ridged crown that projects a pointed head appearance. Yetis have reportedly been seen topping off at approximately 10 feet tall walking on either two or four feet and they are apparently super strong. There are stories of yetis hoisting over their shoulder captured 1500 pound yaks. Due to the altitude in which they live sightings and encounters are usually reported by Himalayan yak and sheep herders. Over the years, photographs and casts of Yeti footprints have been consistent. What we see are very oddly broad primate feet. Reports of sightings, most of which come from the populous Sherpa country of northeastern Nepal, are also alike in their descriptions. The mountain people tell stories of Mite aggression, attacking grazing animals by rolling boulders down upon them causing stampedes, and then carting off the slowest prey. Yetis were apparently once numerous in the Khumbu, but herders tending to livestock set out poisoned barley to keep them from raiding their herds, killing many of them. Sherpa and Tibetan elders speak of times during which there were dead yetis everywhere. There are also accounts of the Mitae bringing food to cave-dwelling monastic retreatants unable to get out to gather or receive food from nearby neighbors due to extreme winter climate. The most common incidences of Yeti awareness occur at night, when frightening screams echo through the cold Himalayan canyons, driving villagers indoors. Through the years, many people, including Westerners, have heard these wailing screeches Describing them similarly, the wild yelps, reportedly sounding like increasingly shrill K-K-K-K-K-K-I-E! K-K-K-K-K-K-K-I-E! Tibetans tend to accept a hereditary connection with the Yetis and their Buddhist faith. Legend has it that a monkey with Buddhist sensibilities lived as a hermit in the mountains and was loved by and married a demoness. Their offspring were born with long hair and tails, these being the source of the man things of the snows that is the mite. How interesting the basic similarity between this notion and Western understandings of primate to human evolution. Sherpas also historically consider the Yetis to be fearless guardians of Dolma or Tara the feminine aspect of chenrisig, the radiant Buddhist representation of the perfectly compassionate mind. Consider that for the people of the Himalayas, the lines between physical and supernatural are not as solid as for us here in the West. Whether spirit or real animal, certainly there has been much skepticism concerning the existence of the Yeti due to the fact that expeditions in pursuit of them have repeatedly failed. But what many do seem to agree upon is that in the steep, rugged terrain of the Himalayas, there is some creature, mysterious and unknown to science, that has existed for generations. That is, until this fateful Saturday morning. Earthquake. As the shaking intensified just before noon, a 75 by 37 mile section of Nepal violently shifted northward in excess of 10 feet in a matter of seconds. The earthquake, Nepal's most severe in almost a century, leveled villages far and near to the epicenter, caused deadly landslides and avalanches, crippled transportation networks and ended the lives of untold beings high in the kumbu the aged mite knew something was severely wrong there had been many tremors and avalanches in the past but this was different the rumble was deafening and came from very deep within the mountain the cave walls were cracking and moving as though they were liquid then a sharp boom thunder and in the next moment the himalayan cave Fractured by the same geological elements that long ago created it and the mysterious mountains in which it was hidden, ceased to exist. Huddled for safety in a corner of his longtime home, the last Yeti on Earth never felt the mountain crushing him as the roof above him disintegrated. For him, there was no fear, no horror, no pain, only the experience of darkness, timeless, safe and comforting in its expansiveness and then, as was happening for so many beings suddenly dead in the quaking canyons and valleys below, a pathway of clear light began to appear in the deepest recesses of his newly freed mind. Thank you for listening. This recording is a product of the Chenrezig Project a Tibetan Buddhist study and practice group resident in Duval, Washington, and with a national online presence. You can learn more about the Chenrezig Project at our website, www.chenrezigproject.org. That's C-H-E-N-R-E-Z-I-G project.org. Our background music, titled Fabiana, was composed and performed by the San Francisco Bay Area musician Bobby Vega. It appears on his album Matters of the Heart. More about Bobby and his music at his website, www.bobbyvega.com. That's B O B B Y V E G A.com. Or, as he's very findable online, you can simply Google his name or look for his numerous videos on YouTube. We remain grateful to Bobby for his friendship, his talents, and his generosity. My name is Mark Winwood.